Nikki just completely drank out of an empty glass. Fuck you. Introduce the podcast. Welcome to episode number three of Not Carrie Bradshaw, the podcast. This is Jess with my lovely host, Nikki Lauren. Why are you Millie rocking? Fuck it up. Fuck it up. Okay, no. No? We don't Millie rock. We're from Atlanta. Okay. All right. <laughs> and she started twerking and there are no cameras here for us to make any money off of that. So, let's get right to it, because we got a lot to cover today. All right, let's do it. All right. All right. What's the fashion tip? Fashion tip for this week. I'm very passionate about it. Oh, God. Um, I don't want anyone to feel singled out. I feel singled out already. You don't do this, so you shouldn't feel triggered. Oh, thank God. Okay. You're not... This isn't a boot you. Okay, go. So, a couple of years ago, I had a friend who mm-hmm. had this very fabulous beautiful wedding i can't even deal with how beautiful it was down to the invitations but Mm -hmm. anyway it was an after six event okay attire was specified black tie i love how you set the scene right wait remember golden girls picture it sicily the year was 1932 okay so we're all there in our formal attire. Mm-hmm. This girl comes in. She's wearing this really beautiful gown. It's like champagne colored. Okay. It fit her really nice. She's a very pretty girl. Okay. She's wearing a North Face jacket. Mm. So today's fashion tip, I just really want you guys to be cognizant. Mm, good vocabulary word. I try. Um, be cognizant of your outerwear. Okay. That's, that's, that's. That's real. I'm not saying that you need to go out and get a Burberry trench mm-hmm. or a Fendi fur, which if you got the cash, go do that and send us one. Right. A piece. We want a multicolored. Um, <laughs> I want a medium. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I'm not saying you need to go out and like break the bank, but at least have something casual and something dressy. Diversify. Diversify your outerwear. That's true. I can say that I once was blind, but now I see because when I first moved to New York, I did not have a lot of outerwear. I had my bubble coat from Zara that I wore everywhere. And I used, I hated it. I was like, damn, I need to invest into a coat. But I just never took the time to do it. But it's so important. And you'd be surprised at how many women and men that don't invest. Right. And I just feel like it's a real testament to how much you actually care about fashion mm-hmm. if you invest in in outerwear. In outerwear, like a real fashion person has at least a couple good outerwear pieces. Mm-hmm. And like you said, I think we definitely beca- became more cognizant of it, mm-hmm. as that is our vocabulary word for the day. Um, when we moved to New York, like yeah. being on the Northeast coast, you spend so much more time outside commuting. Yeah. And then you, so you therefore spend more time in your outerwear. So you care more about what it looks like. Yeah. And then also I feel like for me, I don't know if this is for you, but I feel like I can do so much with my outerwear. The pieces that I purchased, like I can layer them. Oh so yeah. If I have like some kind of heavy, like sleeveless vest. I can do my leather jacket under it. You know, I want to do that type of look. Oh, or, I love layering yeah, with my um, yeah. with my sleeveless. Yeah, it's vest. so many things that you can do with outerwear. It doesn't just have to be a bubble coat or a peacoat or whatever. You know? Oh, a belt. You can yeah. belt it with something a little bit more fun. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have like a camel 
Like, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. With like maybe like a thick black leather belt. It mm-hmm. can be really cute. So fashion tip for this week, invest in your outerwear, diversify as much as you can, buy off season when shit is on sale. Um, look for some trunk sales, try out some of these discount sites where they specifically have designer goods on sale. Outerwear for me is worth the investment. Yeah, absolutely. Because I can tell you that I noticed the difference in my cheap H&M camel coat compared to the rag and bone camel coat. I almost died when I felt it. It's the weight. Yeah. Weight is important, guys. It's so important. If you don't know how to evaluate the quality in something based on the stitching or the quality of the material, just feel the weight. If something is heavy, nine times out of ten, it's like worth the investment. Absolutely. So that's our fashion tip for the week. Go and prosper. We have so much faith in you guys. Don't let me see you out with the North Face in a freaking after five gown. What you gonna do? Bust my side of hair. All right, so... That's the fashion tip for the week, and now a word from our sponsors. My dude been looking real sloppy lately. Taco meat hanging out. Mm-mm. Good old saggy, nappy-ass beard. I just ain't really been feeling it like that. Then he walked in the house with a fresh lineup and some gray sweatpants. I ain't let him leave the house since. Thanks, gray sweatpants. Ladies, if you just ain't been feeling it, pun intended, go grab your man some gray sweatpants. And if you use my discount code, eggplant123, you get a complimentary pair of ankle socks and half off a pair of nigga slides. Tell them Quita sent you. I have to be honest, I feel a little bit anxious. Why? The social climate right now is so volatile it's intense it is intense and this next topic is a little bit heavy but I'm dying to discuss it with you like I haven't said anything to you all week about it because like I want it to be fresh for the listeners okay so as you know their president has been going ham (laughs) (laughs) I don't even think ham is the word for him there there are no words um no words to describe what we're going through in this country. But um, one industry that has really stood out to me in terms of activism Mm -hmm. and controversy is um, sports. Okay. And, you know, I'm not huge on... Sports ball. And you call it... I call it sports ball because it encompasses all of the sports and the balls. Out of Base, basket, foot. Tennis. M-G. You know what I mean, though? Like, I'm not well-versed in sports, but I do find the discussions and the the politics behind it to be really interesting. Okay, so what's happening that's that's got you anxious? So the first thing that caught my eye was this guy, Des Bryant. He apparently plays for the Cowboys, which I hear is regarded as like America's team. But I thought the Patriots would be America's team. You are so not informed about sports. I'm not. Tell me. Am I right? No, no. The the Cowboys is quote unquote America's team. Okay, so I was right. You didn't even need to call me out there. I know, but okay, continue. Anyway... So, someone asked him how he felt about Colin Kaepernick and mm-hmm. what he's doing in terms of his silent protest of sitting 
during the singing of the national anthem and how other NFL players have joined in on this like silent protest. Mm -hmm. And he was really dismissive, like, oh, what they doing over there? I don't want to be involved with it whatever whatever and then somebody was like well damn like someone responded to the tweet like they were really disappointed in his response and he was like well I care about black people but I have a family to feed for me um especially after reading up on this guy I realized that he is a bit of a problematic person anyway Mm -hmm. but he does bring up a good point should we hold all athletes or even all black people or all black people with a platform to the same standard as a Colin Kaepernick. I think that activism comes with a certain amount of privilege. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have anything to lose, sure, you can go out on your soapbox as loud and proud as you want to and speak out against things, you know, as, as much as you want to. But for some people who kind of don't have the luxury of doing so, I think that it's a little bit different. And I wonder, is it unfair of us to hold everyone to the same standard? I I don't fully agree with that. I feel like, one, for this guy, Des, if he felt indifferent to what Colin, Colin Kaepernick is doing, don't say anything at all, number one. Because it takes guts and balls to stand up and do something like that, especially in his industry, surrounded by those type of people. That's number one. Number two, I don't feel like just because you're a a singer or an athlete or whatnot that you are that far removed from, if you're black, if you're a black American, I don't feel like you're better than or less than. So I don't think there, you can kind of classify that. You know, like we're the same at the end of the day. White people look at us as black people at the end of the day, whether you're an athlete, whether you're a janitor, whether you're a teacher. You may get a little bit more credit being in the in the the spotlight, but I don't think it's fair to say like, oh, well, because I have this million dollar contract, like I'm not willing to let that go because you know I don't necessarily agree with what Colin Kaepernick is doing. I don't think we can afford to do that as uh, as a community. And I definitely think that that's fair. I think that if you look at sports as a whole historically there's been a lot of activism within sports industries. Mm-hmm. You have to think about for a long time, that was the only place that a lot of black people, especially black men had a platform to speak from mm-hmm. anyway. It was, that was the only time where they were regarded in a certain light was on a court or on a field. And it was, you know, back in the day, I think that there was this desire on all of their parts to kind of, oh, I I have a moment here to speak up about things that are happening to us. I should really take this moment to highlight those things. Mm -hmm. You have people like Muhammad Ali, who is a huge activist. Absolutely. I think that's another reason why I'm just so kind of disgusted with his comments, because for him to say, like, for him to just kind of, like, downgrade what Colin Kaepernick is doing, it's kind of like, are you serious? Like, like Muhammad Ali, that's what people remember him as, like, this civil rights activist. Yes, he was a great boxer, but he also stood up for what he believed in, you know? And so for him to kind of disregard what what Colin is doing, it's piss poor. It's terrible to me in my eyes. And I agree, not disagreeing with you, but what about someone like Michael Jordan, 
who one of our really good friends pointed out to me was notoriously silent on a number of social issues. Michael Jordan rarely, if ever, spoke out against things, but kind of silently within the community, he did things. You know what I mean? Well, see, I think there's a difference. And because he didn't say anything, that doesn't mean that he wasn't doing anything. And so the difference between Michael Jordan and this Dez guy is that he's downplaying it. He's vocal about it. And he's not supporting it. If you don't have anything good to say, don't say nothing at all is my thing. I think that that's fair. Yeah. I think that's fair. I think the reason why this kind of stuck out to me is that for Black people, we never get to just be. Mm-hmm. And if you are a person who doesn't speak out or who doesn't make it publicly known that you do certain things in the community, then it seems like you're doing nothing. Mm-hmm. And I think that we put this level of expectation of perfection on Black people who have a platform. Because so rarely are we in the spotlight. We want when we finally get a person, mm-hmm. when they stand up before you know an audience that me or you may not have, we want them to say everything that we've been dying to say. And we want them to look exactly how we want a black person to look and we want them to be poised and perfect and speak the king's English and all these things to make them this perfect image of black people and it it kind of falls into like respectability politics and I sometimes wonder if it's fair for us to put that expectation on every black person I think that that's part of the draw of somebody like Cardi B who does not code switch. She doesn't code switch. She doesn't come out here and speak the King's English. Mm -hmm. She's not always super poised, like how we're raised to think that a black woman is supposed to be super poised being from the South and everything. Um, And maybe girls up North are raised the same way. I'm not sure. We don't have a whole lot of up North friends, but I know for us, Cardi B goes so far against like what we were raised that you're supposed to be in the public Mm -hmm. eye. But I think that's why people are drawn to her. I think, that's also why people are drawn to Rihanna, this level of like not giving a fuck and just kind of really being yourself regardless of the white gaze well, see, is I, attractive. I think that's a difference. I think that's something totally separate okay. from activism. Okay. You know, like standing up for what you believe in and something is wrong if you feel like there is some sort of injustice. That's completely different. If Cardi B came out and was protesting all day and night, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I just, I don't compare that. I don't think that's a good comparison in my eyes. Um, So you don't conflate the two? No, I don't. I don't. Um, You know, if you don't speak the King's English, if you are still fighting for justice, I commend you for that. Like Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. Like he really doesn't give a shit. (laughs) But it's always for like this really good purpose. And I, I go up for him so hard and I'm not even a fan of sports ball in the least. I can sometimes get into basketball depending on like who's in the finals. But I just, it's not interesting to me. I think it's the only time I have attention deficit disorder is when I try to watch a football game. I'm like, God, (laughs) this is so uninteresting. But again, the politics around it Mm -hmm. makes it very intriguing for me. And another thing, I think that I'm very, I straddle the fence on this a lot because I want for black people to be able to just be and not always have to be political, not always have to make a statement. But I think what's what's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. So Absolutely. I think you can just be, but if there if something is happening such as a Charlottesville or, you know, Black Lives Matter movement or whatnot, like 
right is right, wrong is wrong. You can be a Cardi B. You can be a Don Lemon. You know what I'm saying? You can. It's okay to speak out about it. I don't think that, you know, I don't think it's anything wrong with that. I think that there is a bigger problem at hand, though, that these people don't feel, that athletes don't feel that they can speak out. I think that it's really not even weird. I think it's a microcosm of our country as a whole that these guys feel like they can't speak out because they may lose their job. And I think that's a slave mentality. It's definitely, that's why I think it's so interesting when people are just like, oh, don't bring politics into sports. Sports is super political. It's super political. You have these extremely wealthy white men bidding on the talents of these black bodies. Mostly black. Mostly black bodies. And and they're going to bring in so much more money for these extremely wealthy white men. And even though ballplayers are paid very well, they're Mm -hmm. still not paid as much as owners are paid. And the fact that the guys are called owners, you know what I mean? It's, I think that it's very interesting and um, friend to the podcast also pointed out the fact that even when you look at how women are regarded in the world of sports, mm-hmm. women are very much on the fringes of sports. And maybe I kind of <laughs> make women look bad in sports. I just don't get it. I'm sorry. I try really hard to care. But you are probably 1%. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I have so many female friends who are so into the game and like I try so hard to be with them in it. Even you, like, you are so passionate about the Falcons, and I'm just like, yeah, go Atlanta. <laughs> but, like, I don't actually... But that doesn't mean that women should not be held at the same standard. Well, that's true. It's women are just... Again, it's a microcosm of our country, of our society. Like, there are women who care a whole lot about sports as a whole, but they're on the fringes. Mm-hmm. They're either cheerleaders or they're kind of sort of reporters who don't get that much respect. And so with that being said, I don't think that there is a way to separate politics from sports. No, it's not. And you know what pissed me off when Beyonce performed at the Super Bowl and people like um, Attorney General Sessions and a few other politicians were like, oh, she shouldn't be bringing politics to sports. But because she's a black woman, she's an entertainer. She's not allowed to to bring it to sports, yeah. but everybody else can. It's basically a shut up and dance, a shut up and perform. Mm-hmm. You're not really entitled to be human or to feel this certain kind of way. And so I, I say that to say I get it. I get the need. I get that there are so few of us with a platform with that much money, mm-hmm. you know, um, who can speak up. But I don't know that it's fair to expect for everyone to do so. And I think that in the least, we should require for people to do something for the community. If you're not going to sit down during the singing of the national anthem, if you're not going to go out and protest, um, there's a podcast that I'm a huge fan of, um, Another Round. And one of the girls on that show has like basically crippling social anxiety And she talks about how um, she can't go out into a protest because it would shut her down. Mm -hmm. So she does her activism in other ways. I think there are other ways to be an activist. Uh, As a yeah, instead of just 
you know, outright saying this bullshit or sitting down or whatever, be active in your community, do some mentorship, whatever. Right. And I think that is what, that's the problem with Des's statement about Colin Kaepernick. Like, man, what are you doing? Right. Like, even if you don't want to sit down during the national anthem, what are you doing in your community where you were raised? Like, are you giving back? Are you, like, what are you doing before you judge someone or before you speak so negatively about a situation? What are you doing? That's fair. Um, so I guess to wrap this segment up, we maybe can't expect for everyone to be vocal or to be visible in their activism, but everyone, rich or poor, platform or no platform, code switching or not code switching, we all have a responsibility to do Absolutely. something in our community to further our needs. We should all be doing something for healthcare. We should all be doing something to make sure that kids get a good education, whatever, whatever. But if you, what'd you say about Des? If you don't have anything? If you don't have nothing good to say, don't say nothing at all. You ain't doing nothing. So why you hang on this other man for doing something? Just because you're scary. Sit down. Is this a sit your ass down? This is no sit your ass down, but we can tell him to sit your ass down. Oh, please. For sure. So Des Bryant. On behalf of the Not Carrie Bradshaw podcast, from Jess and Nikki Lauren, sit your ass down. All right. For weeks, it seemed like my girl just wasn't choosing. Then, I tried to leave the house the other day in my gray sweatpants and couldn't leave. Fellas, do you need to set a thirst trap for your girl? Grab a pair of gray sweatpants, and while you're at it, get some nigga slides and some ankle socks, too. Tell them shot in them sent you. All right, Nikki, Nikki. Yeah, yeah. After that word <laughs> from our sponsor. Oh, my sponsors. I feel like I'm ready to have some real girl talk. Oh, I love girl talk. Girl talk. So instead of a sit your ass down this week, which we kind of had in the social media discussion section. Okay. <laughs> we had like a random thought. Oh, God. I'm so scared <laughs> we have so many random thoughts. What is it? So, Nikki, how do you feel about dick pics? Bitch, what? <laughs> how do you feel about dick pics? Do you like to receive a dick pic or not? No, they are like very scary. Scary? You scared of dick? No, bitch, but it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, why are you sending me that? No, keep that. Okay, for me, it's like, they're always unsolicited because I'm literally never going to ask you for a dick pic no. because that, that's not a turn on for it's, me. What girl is asking for a dick pic? There are girls who like dick pics, your home girl. No, I, even though if you like a dick pic, you are not asking for a dick pic. Wait, so if you like dick pics, you just out here randomly hoping that somebody will just up and send you one? Well, I I think, I don't know. Like, I just feel like maybe if you guys are texting and it turns into sexting, if you like a dick pic, then eventually that will come. You know, it's not like a, oh, I need to, it's not like guys, like, you know how dudes be like on 10 about nudes, right? right? I don't think girls that actually like dick pics be on 10 about it. I think it's just like, okay, if you send me one, I, I like it, I'm going to save it. But don't send me no fucking dick pic. Okay, so guys, no, ladies, write in, let us know if you like dick pics. Ooh. We'll keep your name so anonymous. This is a safe space. We're not judging. I just personally don't enjoy dick pics. If you want to turn me on, 
send me a Grubhub receipt that you sent me some extra spicy pad thai to my Ooh, house that like I wasn't expecting. Girl, wait. that is such a turn on for me. Girl, send me the menu. Send me a picture of the menu. Yes, ah, <laughs> a menu. Like, babe, what you want? <laughs> send oh. me the menu. I was thinking a ten piece. What? Yes, lemon pepper hot. I want you to stop going back to this wing discussion because it makes you sound like such a thought. Listen, just I'm gonna start. I'm gonna name this section thought thought. Anyways, but back to the big dick pics. I don't want to see them. Do you get them frequently? Frequently, no. You know my phone drier than a Gucci Mane's lips circa 2004. I don't really, I don't, I don't talk to a whole lot of people as is. But what was the last time you got a dick pic? I don't want to talk about it. Bitch, how you gonna bring it up and not want to talk about <laughs> that it? That is true. I didn't think you were gonna ask me that question. I I got an unsolicited dick pic recently, or are you talking about like a couple of guys ago? This year, okay. I got an unsolicited. Uh, that could be a, a number of people. A number, not a number, but like it, how many people have I quote unquote talked to this year? Listen, Two? I. Listen, it could be three. I just don't want to like get in my mind. All right, all right. This is that person. Right, I don't want you to. I don't want you to visualize his dick. Pic. Yeah, gross. Ugh. Um, yeah, and it's not that it wasn't a nice dick. It was nice, but I was just like, I didn't ask for this, and I was so shocked. I like when I opened it, I dropped my phone. Like I was like, oh my god. But here's the thing. This is a this, Let's talk about the science behind. A dick pic, right? Let's the steps behind it because, okay, you know that in order to take a good new photo, it is not like a selfie where you can just get it. Like you know, no, what I'm saying? like you, you have to get angle. Like it might take a good twenty minutes to even get the right one. So it's okay for a girl, you know what I'm saying? Like double standard is in place right here. Yes, I'm saying that. But for a guy, like you, literally are setting your phone up. Because how are they typically sent? Like, are they sending up or are they are they? Okay, so here's the thing. You could get you get a dick pic where there's dick in the foreground or dick in the background. Wait, what? Think of the foreground or the background. Like, a dude, this was, this was like, it was like, it's like surprise dick. <laughs> what, what, what did little Duval say? Let me drop this dick off. <laughs> I wasn't prepared because it was like a full body and I was like see if you had cut this off at the torso I would have been so good but because yeah, you put you kept going dick in it you made it like this like corny kind of thing mm-hmm. and I I say that to say this you can never be intimidated by a guy who sends you a dick pic I feel like nothing really lame at the end of the day nothing humanizes a dude more than visualizing him setting up up a camera and getting these angles but and getting this lighting. Yes, the number of times he's he's taking the photo, like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. first of all, new one oh one, you need to know that this photo has been snapped like several times from several angles. No or or that there is a, a photo album of good ones and I'm just sending you a recycled one. Okay, the, Here's the thing. I'm pretty sure that this was like a fresh pick. It was fresh. I'm pretty sure that it was a fresh pick. I'm sure that from my iMessage, it went out to many other girls' mm-hmm. iMessage. And again, I cannot stress enough, 
It is a nice dick, but I didn't need to see it. Stop saying that. I'm sorry. uncomfortable. I'm sorry, but I'm not a girl who particularly cares for a dick pic, but I will say that I was appreciative of it because it helped me get over this person because it humanized him. It you made, made him learn. It, it is lame, in my opinion, <laughs> to send an unsolicited dick pic. If we're just having like, a casual conversation and I send you like you know my nudes aren't real nudes mm-hmm. they're like you have to explain that for people my nudes are not real nudes you can't see anything like worth seeing or anything that you wouldn't just see in a swimsuit I don't even know why people accept them so I said <laughs> I always kind of expect for a dude to be like that's it <laughs> all right but does a dude want a full-on nude I have had I have had people request like more and I'm like um I don't have lighting one brown penny (laughs) two I'm not gonna get I'm not gonna get specific I'm not getting specific (laughs) but I sent a very safe nude and next thing I know there was dick in my inbox. So you you kind of opened this the was my fault. This was my okay, fault. So, I will admit that. Okay, so you should have said that in the beginning. I will admit that. So maybe I'm in a space where I do like a dick pic because it humanizes no, the person. No, I think I think you like to send your news because you my know safe your, news. Your safe news because you know your angles and you just want him to appreciate it. Yeah. Like I don't need you to reciprocate. What did her say? Focus. Can you focus, focus on, on me? me? Baby, Baby, can you focus on me? You always Baby. go up in a weird place. I really wish we I try to harmonize. I wish I could see. Come on, try you want to try it again? Okay, wait, guys, give us one second. Okay, go. Baby, can you focus on me? <laughs> and then you don't know the words. Neither of us can sing, but the fact that you try really hard makes it oh worse. My God, like literally, I know that I was a background singer like once upon a time ago, in like the eighteen sixties. Mm, Post Civil War? No, eighty. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> like hymnals. No, <laughs> Mahalia Jackson. You wouldn't have made it in Mahalia Jackson. No, before oh, this was like yeah, before we, Christ. Wait, 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 before. Yeah, like I'm done. Can... Podcast is over. <laughs> Back to your nudes. S- boy don't nudes. say that. Back to boy nudes. Okay. I have developed a level of appreciation for dick pics because they humanize the guy for me. I feel like when I like somebody, because I rarely like anybody, mm-hmm. when I like someone, I super like them. And okay. I kind of like put them on a pedestal in my mind, like inadvertently, just because I don't like anyone else and there's mm-hmm. no one else really yeah. around. And it makes them less human to me. Like I see them as being this like really amazing person, right? Okay. So getting an unsolicited dick pic is and like, fun. oh, you're so lame and you're just like a bunch of other dudes. Okay. You're human. You're, there's nothing super special here. Okay, girl. It it kind of helps me. Uh, listen, do what you gotta do. No judgment zone over her. Well, I still don't want a dick pic, but... But if it's sent, you can... Okay, I see what's happening here. I can humanize the person. Okay, so 
Information. Information. <laughs> I do not, as a standard practice, enjoy a dick pic. But if I get an unsolicited dick pic, for one thing, I would like for the dick to be impressive. And for another thing, it will help me to humanize you and not think that you're just like a super fantabulous, out of this world type of dude. Okay. Okay, girl. Okay. Uh, Name that movie. Friday. (laughs) Hi, when you get home. Okay. So what is your what is your sign off in terms of dick pics? What is your random look? Don't send that shit to me. If a guy that you super like sends you a dick pic, you're done. Boom. Deal breaker? No. Don't want here. (laughs) Strike out. (laughs) Save it for the bedroom. (laughs) Wowzers. Surprise me. No, don't surprise. Girl, you might not like every surprise you get, but that's another conversation for another episode. Oh, God. I'll never get over that. Oh, God. Let's not talk about it because I can't handle it. No, I'm still traumatized about it. All right. Um, We'll talk about it off air because... Or in another episode. You gonna talk about that? We might get there. Once we feel safe with our listeners, we might discuss. Okay, let's do it. Let's take a poll. If, If... like more than fifty percent people reach out to us and say like, I want to know what y'all talking about. We'll do it. Okay, cool. You know, I'm an open book. Nobody can really judge me. I haven't gone through anything that anyone hasn't gone through. Pinky swear. I don't do pinkies. Okay, bitch. Pointer swear. Like, Thank you. <laughs> okay, guys. So that's it for this week. Thank you for tuning in to episode three. We're constantly working to make this show better for you guys so we want to hear from you comment on soundcloud make sure that you subscribe tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend tell your friend to get with I, this really didn't go i'm sorry i interrupted you continue i thought you were about to freestyle so i'm no, really I was excited to do, like notorious big puff daddy <gasps> oh yeah to get, get with my, my friend, friend and so we can be friends, friends. I mean, kind of that works. That's kind of cute. Okay, great. It's low-key, kind of cute. When we said we were going to do Junior Mafia, though, I said, I, oh, I was Mace. And you're you're Diddy? Or are you... Who are you? I don't know, but we are really going off on a tangent. As per usual. <laughs> so, thank you guys for listening. We will be back next week with more. With and a- more. Ooh, how about this? Can you guys, like, send us a note, drop us a line, send us a kite? I read that in a book today. A kite? Yeah, don't judge me. It was in a book today. It was in a good classic. All right. Anyways, um, give us, like, some suggestions. What do you want us to talk about next week? Because we're open. Oh, we are open. We totes want to make our listeners happy. Yeah. Um, if you're, If you have anything that you're going through, like, we can totally give you advice. Ooh, if you want us to respond to your um, text messages, I'm super good at responding to text messages. Not my own, um, but like <laughs> if you don't, if you don't know what to say to a dude, I can totally help you figure out what to say to a dude. For a small fee of nine ninety nine. Nine ninety nine. All right, I gotta go. All right, thanks, guys. Talk follow to you us. Soon. Oh yeah, follow us at Not Carrie Bradshaw on Instagram, Not Carrie Bradshaw Facebook. What's your? Oh, I'm Nikki Moore, 88 on everything. Why do you make it? That sounded really sexual. Let's go. Okay. Bye. Bye.